ladies and gentlemen, as if you weren't aware, so there's an official uh, announcement happening. Um, but first of all, let's introduce who we have. Um, first of all, we have um, one of our uh, extraordinary artists and actresses in this thing that we're going to announce. Uh, Anne, -Marie, Anne Marie King is here with us. Um, our wonderful and superb director and executive producer and my partner in all of this craziness in addition to my wife, uh, Amanda Hurley. In, oh, in addition to your wife, got it. That's me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, I, I was gonna have you introduce me, but I'll, I'll introduce myself. I uh, am the creator, the writer, and the whole reason and why this thing is happening. And I'm Matthew Garland. So um, thank you so much. So, um, so <laughs> I have been hesitant to announce what this is until I knew it was actually happening. I had, I have a tendency to announce something and then all of a sudden it's not going to happen. And then, especially during COVID, because everyone has different schedules, everything, everything is all crazy. But for some reason, this came completely um, together, like it was nothing and, and the schedules work. No one, it was the weirdest thing. I sent out the schedule to everyone, the shoot, the quote unquote shooting schedule, and no one had a problem with it. And that's never happened in my entire career. It has never happened. So to announce what we're doing here and what this whole thing is, um, I have a, a trailer that uh, recently uh, was put up um, and um, we're going to take a look at it and uh, then we will start talking. And then, so the plan is we're going to talk about said, uh, we'll show you the trailer. We will then talk about this project. Uh, Amanda's going to moderate and uh, Anne-Marie, myself and Amanda will talk about it. And then we will take uh, questions from the audience, which uh, right now there are three wonderful people here who have uh, given up their time to, um, to, um, be in the in the audience. So um, let's get to it. So here is the big announcement. Okay, so 
Um, hopefully that wasn't too loud for um, anyone. But essentially what we are announcing is we are doing a uh, radio show now. For anyone who has been following um, anything that I've been doing, um, I was actually a part of a radio show. Peter uh, Sofrenis is um, putting two and two together, but that was back before COVID. And I had this crazy idea to get everyone together via Zoom because I've been doing play readings for the last six months and they've been sounding really good over Zoom. So I was like, oh, why don't I do something um, like that on this? And so, um, and so that's how this whole thing began. So um, for our listeners, because this will be listened in only, so uh, Kevin, Jeff, and uh, Jackie are the only ones who, well, it'll be posted on the public group, but there'll be a public group put up that uh, you all will be, be invited into and everyone will be invited into after right now. But what we are announcing is that there is a radio play audio only podcast that will be going live. Now the date it will be going live will be our, uh, October 16th, Friday. Um, it will be going live at noon in the afternoon with the first episode. And it will be again, audio only and it will be a, uh, called The Movie Critics. And the show, just as a quick summary, is about, it's basically, it's kind of based on Siskel and Ebert, and it's about two movie critics doing a show on television and the behind the scenes drama, antics, everything, having to do with the staff and each other and their personal lives. Essentially, it's like an Aaron Sorkin workplace drama um, taking place on a uh, movie critic set. I don't think I want to give out too much more than that. Um, it really gets going in episode one. So we have done episode, we have already um, shot episode one and two. We're going to be uh, doing episode three uh, uh, coming up in the next week. And each episode will be released every Friday at noon starting on October 16th. So that is the big announcement. All right. And um, before we get to Amanda asking um, questions, I want to de definitely shout out our wonderful, wonderful cast. We have an amazing, amazing cast. And this is a cast that one of the best casts I've ever been able to work with. And all of them, I think, essentially said yes, because they're doing a favor to me. But then they realized that I wasn't messing around in terms of the, the material I wanted to give them and that I wanted it to be good. And so um, the cast, starting with the two leads, or the there's a bunch of regulars, it's kind of an ensemble team, but the two movie critics are um, played by Patrick McCormick and my old buddy, Andrew Quinney. Um, and I'm really excited for them because they have a really cool chemistry together, kind of a love-hate um, um, back and forth. Um, playing their executive producer is uh, Rachel Barros, um, formerly Rachel Bernstein. She just got married. So she is um, using her uh, married name, Rachel Barros, which is wonderful. Um, and then uh, with the staff, we have um, three amazing women filling out the, the supporting roles, and not even supporting roles, they're just great roles, um, of Anne-Marie King, um, excuse me, uh, Emma Kennedy, Kennedy, excuse me, who I uh, worked with at Theater at First recently, and um, Amelia Smith, 
Um, and then um, we also have uh, Chris Rose, uh, who will be playing a part. I think I can give away who he's playing. He will be playing Rachel Barrows's character's ex-husband. So there's more drama that will happen there. Um, and then rounding out our regular cast is uh, John Workman, who's playing essentially the patriarch of, of everything. He's kind of like the John Spencer, the Robert Guillaume, uh, Sam Waterston role uh, 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 of the show. Um, and then beyond our um, regular cast, we have an amazing sort of, I won't even call it sort, but the amazing group of supporting actors who are playing uh, some of the, they're listed as guest starring, but they're more than that. So uh, Victoria uh, Isadi playing uh, Daniel's uh, wife, uh, 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 Andrew Quinney's wife, uh, Keegan Hannon, who is uh, playing basically a rival to uh, Patrick and uh, Andrew, uh, Mindy, who is going to be playing his best friend and uh, executive producer. We have James uh, Carfella, who is playing an IT uh, uh, character. Um, we have Lauren Dumont, who's just playing a lot of supporting bit roles, but she's been wonderful to work with. Um, we have uh, Jennifer uh, Anello, who's also playing a couple supporting roles as the episodes go on. Um, we have uh, Damian McCourt, who has um, a couple of bit roles, but also he plays uh, one of the characters' ex-boyfriend, who's, who's got some rough edges. Um, so he gets to play a fun character as well. Um, not a fun character, but just an interesting character. Um, his, I can say it now, his, his newly announced fiance, Annette Ralph, is um, uh, playing uh, a therapist in the middle of one of the shows. And she is also the show announcer. So um, in the intro and outro, um, she will be announcing everyone's name, who's in the show, who wrote the show, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, rounding out the cast um, in a very pivotal role, she'll want me to say that, is in the last episode, um, my wife is actually going to play a small bit part. She's kind of, um, she's kind of the um, character from When Harry Met Sally, the the uh, older woman who says I'll have what she's having. She's kind of that kind of character. Um, and she would, um, she'd probably like me to say this. I wrote all the episodes, but she wrote her own dialogue. She insisted on it. So, um, so, um, and that, but that rounds out our cast and, uh, oh, I forgot one person. I'm in the show, but that's all we need to say. <laughs> so, um, from there, let me hand it over to uh, Amanda, and she can start, uh, you know, getting this uh, interview and all the other stuff involved. So, Amanda, it's all yours. Sure. Um, can I start with asking you a question, Matt? Uh, you spoke of it a little bit, but I'm curious, when you started this project and just where the inspiration came from, and then um, when you decided to really go for it and write a full season? So the, the idea came about when I, um, um, I watched the Roger Ebert documentary, Life Itself. And I, in the middle of it, they were talking about his relationship with, with um, Gene Siskel. And um, one thing I realized um, 
was that someone said their show um this show sounded like it it was um i'm trying to think of uh the best way to explain it but hard a little it, hard to hear you oh i'm sorry um there you go the show the the show that cisco and we were doing was based someone described it as a sitcom taking place in a movie theater with two movie critics. And I couldn't help but be like, why hasn't anyone done a, a, a sitcom? So I wrote a pilot. This goes back to 2018. I wrote like a pilot a long, long time ago. And initially I was thinking about it as a series, like an actual TV series. And then when I was thinking about this whole, we're in COVID, we can maybe record something over Zoom what could be a long running like 12 episode TV show. And that was when I was like, hmm, maybe this would work. And I started like plotting it out. And that's when I um, went to Amanda first. Um, and I said, I have this idea, I have this pilot. What do you think? Do you think this could be something? Do you think we could talk about this? And we talked about it for, I'd say a good couple of months before I decided we were gonna do it and then it then went from that to then, all right, let me write the episodes. I'll send out the pilot to people and see if they're interested. And that's kind of where that went to. Awesome. Um, and my next question, I'll throw one to Anne-Marie next. Please. Anne-Marie, um, can you just tell us a little about, first of all, your character and also how you found her voice and, um, just like what, how you feel about, well, you don't have to give away too much about your character, but what was your process for finding her voice? I'll put it that way. And um, what have you enjoyed about the process? And what has been some of the challenges of the audio only format? So yeah. process and challenges, I guess, would be my question. Um, well, me as an actress, a lot of times what I do is I, I will just dive right in and start reading the script. And I actually wrote, read some of it before I even rehearsed with my nice fiance who's here. And he has a kind of a good way of talking and he's kind of, you know, expressive too. So it's fun to play off him. And I was just impressed that Matt wrote this huge script. And it reminded me when I first read it a little of 30 Rock. And I know that's not what he was thinking of, but it reminded me of that like intriguing, like kind of cast behind the show and like a show behind a show, which I always think is fun. So I thought of that and my process, like I'm still working on my process, but my process as an actress has always been to just kind of get in there and do it. And then like here are the other people speaking and how I fit into everything. And I mean, I think what's great about ensemble cast is there's always chemistry and there's always contrast. And I think there's a lot of contrast in the two leads. And I think my character contrasts with one of the other girls, um, Amelia, who's playing Jennifer. So I'm sort of the more confident character and she's, I'm helping her and, but there's those parts of us and everyone. And so I guess uh, I, I draw off my own life experience. Um, the challenges are, I just love to act. I love to be on stage. I love to have a live audience. So I would love to have a live audience. and. Also, I love to be not just my voice, but I'd like people to see the whole show because I think it would be really cool. So I guess, the, I, but I, I think the, the, having just a voice also encourages you to really make it 
make it um, work, like make it powerful. So you want people to really hear what you're saying um, because you only have your voice. Yeah, yeah. I think even as director, I find myself almost closing my eyes sometimes. Mm -hmm. listening That's good. To my whole body in a different way. Yeah, and yeah. I really like, I like the comments you've made and I feel like you've been encouraging and you know, the things that you liked and, and I'm someone who always wants to be like, I'm always like, Hey, I want to be this. I want to be that. But my character is kind of interesting. I'm still sort of feeling my way because she has different sides to her, you know? So definitely. Well, yeah. well we should, we should say that, um, Tina <laughs> was originally Trevor. Yeah. And mm. the initial idea I had not to give anything away was, um, Trevor was going to be a kind of rival to my character, Jim. And they were going to kind of have like this, um, there's going to be a couple of romances budding and it was going to be like a, a love triangle between them all. And yeah. not to say that Tina doesn't get involved, but it ends up being that Tina um, kind of becomes a little bit more of a big sister to um, Amelia's character, Jen, right. which is kind of, it, it, that made it more interesting and made it more, I think a little bit more empowering to yeah. the women's sect. And because and, I, I consider myself a feminist, it definitely adds that um, little bit more to it, so. It definitely does, and yeah, and I, I liked reading the script. It was kind of funny, like when I was reading, with, again, with my fiance, like he, I was like, this is kind of funny. He goes, yeah, and it, it just, it's like kind of like the subtle humor and also the out there humor, and it's just, it's just like when you go to work, there's always things funny, and that's what this whole script describes. But it's also like a real show, and you're dealing with some people who are divas and some people who are not at all, and. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, you gave me an idea for a follow-up question before I open it up. Matt, yes. uh, this has happened with me before too, like how, uh, how having a character that was originally written as male and having it changed to female without really, I don't think you changed too much about the character other than the gender and the name, right? Has uh, that well, affected your feelings on gender and how you write for gender at all? It definitely does because I tend to write my own perspective, I tend to want to write women stronger and smarter than the man. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if um, Anne-Marie or even Amanda, if you've noticed when we were recording, but um, Rachel's character is like the strongest woman I think I've ever written in my life. Very, uh, very much a Felicity Huffman kind of a pre-college scandal, but very strong kind of in the she walks in the room and she takes over the room right away and not yeah. in a bad way in a way of like we're gonna get this done we gotta work hard and we gotta be professional and all that and with a guy um initially trevor was going to be a pothead and so he was going to be like a kind of loser so when i changed it to tina i said well tina can have a little bit of that edge as well like she's been around but she's not a um a screw up or a do nothing. She works very, very hard. So I immediately said, that's what we have to have. And my character, Jim is, he's kind of, he's kind of in his own head. And I think he spends a lot of time in his own head. So I wrote him very like, kind of, kind of that way. He's very kind of John Gallagher from the newsroom where he's a nerd and he, um, you know, he had to kind of get just stuck inside and he doesn't really, look outside into other things and he just tries to do his job well and the thing that um uh Anne marie was saying about the humor i don't write drama or comedy very well independently so the only thing i know how to do is to set up something really 
dramatic or something very emotional, but to throw in the comedy so that it's like you're laughing, you're laughing, but then you feel something in between because you feel the characters coming alive. And um, all the actors have done that. Like the one thing I said to Amanda before we, while we were casting and before we started shooting, I said, I want to get the script down. So all the scripts are like done. We're making probably minor changes as we go just to fix a couple things. But for the most part, they were solid. But I I didn't want to just Amanda and myself and my wife be happy with the scripts. I wanted the cast to be happy with the scripts. I wanted them to, to enjoy what I was giving them and not just do this as a favor, but enjoy the material, um, which I hope they are. <laughs> yeah, I have one thing I found about Matt, he's very willing to throw himself like onto the cutting room floor and like just because he values the project that much. Uh, and it, I mean, he'll still yeah. have opinions, like I want this to be a certain way, but very open <laughs> there's certain certain bits when we get into the middle parts of the episodes we get into some uh, heavy stuff because I wanted to get into some heavy stuff I didn't want it just to be a silly comedy show so the the idea is you get interested interested and introduced in the characters so when something changes in something you know it's like what Euripides said about drama you introduce the, the characters come on stage you chase the characters up a tree third act you get them down from the tree and so I really wanted to follow that pattern of getting the char- putting the characters up in a tree and then trying to figure out how to get them back down. And that is a whole season arc. Um, but in terms of those really specific things, um, like in, the, the important topics, I really just wanted to nail those. And I just really wanted mm-hmm. the cast to feel like they were, we were talking about a serious topic and I didn't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so when people had problems, I was very much like, okay, let's talk about this. What is your view? What is my point of view? And me being a man, I don't have the same point of view that like Amanda does or, or uh, Anne-Marie does or any of the cast members. So I have to listen to them and then process it through my own brain, think for probably a week and then finally put it on paper and, and yeah. not be afraid to fail. Because a lot of what I originally gave them failed almost entirely. And so I had to rewrite a ton of stuff, um, but it was important to get to those moments. I agree. I think a lot of it can be very, it's easier sometimes for male playwrights to avoid writing about women's issues because it is scary, I think, or personally it's scary for me to write for something a little outside my own experience. So I, I'm wondering if you found it to be less, less intimidating or Oh, it was intimidating. It was way more because I had, because not only did I have these great actresses in the show, uh, Emma, Anne-Marie, Amelia, Rachel, Victoria, and everyone. Yeah. But I also, they, and also, you know, you directing, you know, yourself directing Amanda. I had you guys, but also you all have opinions and that's important (laughs) because I, and my wife, and if you all have opinions, that means it's going to be better because you're looking at something and saying, well, maybe I wouldn't say it this way, or maybe this isn't the way to approach it and then go at it a different way and, and think about it um, and, and do research. I did a lot of research for some of this stuff to yeah. understand the, the specifics of it. And like I said, we get into some serious stuff, stuff that I haven't personally gotten into and I wasn't scared to tackle it. I mean, I was scared to tackle it, but I wasn't like, 
oh, we shouldn't do this because I can't write it properly. It was, let's all come together and figure this out. And then how can I write it in a way that is entertaining? Because I don't want to tell civics lessons. I want to tell stories and entertain people for however much time I'm, I'm, I'm allotted. Um, but how can I tell these very important issues through our show with the actors and do they feel comfortable with it? And do they also feel like um, I'm not letting them down yeah. and I'm not letting the topic down or the, or the subject, you know, I, I mean. Think, yeah. No, I think that, I think that was an awesome way to do it. Sort of have that open round table. And yeah. I think it's very, un, even unusual. I think that um, for women, speaking for myself as an actress, it's unusual that we do get asked, um, how do you feel about this? And does this ring true to you? So it's well, a little bit like, oh, yeah. wait, you, you really want to know? So I think that if you experienced any awkwardness, there's that moment of like, I'm really allowed to say how I feel. Um, yeah. Because unfortunately, we need more of that in, in the arts and just yeah. in life in general. Well, so well, you like you want to be included because you don't want people to think you don't want to be like afraid of appearing like, oh, I'm a diva if I give my opinion. Yeah, that's the big, yep. Exactly. Well, I, I, I went into this, even though um, um, Anne-Marie, and I keep, I, I keep forgetting to thank you for your post, I'm not an award-winning playwright. I've never won awards. I thought, never... you, I thought one of your plays that you directed. No, no, I've never gotten an award. Um, I won an award for lighting design. Mm. So my there lighting, so, so if I was doing lighting design, I wouldn't listen to any of you. No, I'm just totally kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'll add that I'm not, but I'm, no, it's fine. But I, um, I didn't come into this with an ego. I was coming into this with, we're all actors and actresses and we can't do what we want to do. And so how can I write something? But how can I also, maybe it's just me, my insecurity of getting, of making sure people like me, because <laughs> that's important to me, but important that the actors like and the actresses like what I'm giving them so that they, because what happens with that is they get even more excited. They're like, oh, I get to do this really cool scene or I get to play this really cool character. And, and that makes me want to work harder to get it right and do it right. And that's, that's important to me. And so when I went into it, I immediately said, I have no ego in this. There's, this isn't something where I've written this, I've figured it out. We're doing it as written. I can't do that because one, I'm not at that level. And number two, um, I'm not that guy. And number three, um, this was an open process. Um, you know, if we get a season two, it's going to be the same exact thing because it's a new script. If, if we were doing one of the scripts that are published, which are on Amazon.com, um, um, I would be less inclined to be like, well, I really don't want to change that line because it means this. But with this, it was like a free-for-all. It was, everything was open and, you know, everything was up for grabs. Yeah. I think you just very much sound like a writer. <laughs> and <that's laughs> I am thing. a writer. <laughs> yeah. I think that like you, when you mentioned like wanting me to get it right and like insecurity, like that just sounds like that's a writer personality too. And that's a, probably a good I, thing. A professor, know. a professor in college once told me, if you're a fisherman, you go out to fish. If you write, you, if you're a writer, you write. And so to answer Kevin's off the air question of how do I have so many scripts and how do I keep writing? It's because I'm a writer. That's 
all I can do is work hard at this and someday, someday, Anne-Marie, win an award, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, I hope I'm in that play and I hope I win an award because I'm an actress, so I just love acting. And I was so happy to be part of a project that is like every week, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can still act even though we don't have a stage and it's like amazing. And I, I love being part of a cast. I love being part of a cast where it's like yeah. all great sitcoms. It's like the interplay between the characters that makes it, that yeah. makes it. Yeah, and I think the only, the only reason I said, I wanna play I'll Be Jim is number one, it was hard finding guys, um, but number two, I just really wanted to be part of the cast and not have to direct the show. So. I think that is totally fair. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to direct something you wrote. And you get it is. In your it's, head, it's, it's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're all getting awards once this is all through. <laughs> I'm just going to personally like type up. your sound went off. I was um, so I can't hear you. Oh, me? Yeah. No, uh, Amanda's coming through. Amanda's coming through. Oh, maybe, oh Anne Marie, are you? You have your volume up? Yeah, maybe it's. I think it's windy tonight. I don't know. Your mm -hmm. internet. Oh, it says that my internet connection is unstable. Great. Okay, well, I'll, text, <laughs> I'll text it to you if you can't hear me. But thanks, Matt. And is this a good point? I was going to say, Matt and Anne Marie. Yeah, let's... Do you have anything you wanted to say or ask before I open it up to the audience, or is this a good place to do that? The only thing I would say uh, or ask of you, um, um, Amanda, is why did you say yes? I never, I haven't asked you that. I never asked you why you agreed to do the show with me. Um, <clears throat> one, because it's not something that I've ever done and I wasn't sure if I would be asked again to do not only direct a series, but something that is audio only. So I was curious how my brain would do that or if I could even do it. And I figured if you were asking me, then you weren't as too worried about it. So thought, I thought, you know, do it. And the other reason is, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty isolated and bored uh, during this time. And it's a chance to connect with actors and in a different way rather than as a fellow actor. And I just really love I just love nurturing actors. That seems weird to say, but like, I just want to be I love being nurtured. I love being nurtured. Perfect. Yeah. I know we love, like actors, all artists love being nurtured. So oh, yeah, it's a good mix. Yeah, exactly. It's like the mothering side of me, like kind of. So I'm the actor, you're the nurturer, you're the writer. We're all set. Exactly. Well, and I will say um, on air and on, on, on. Um, and the, and then the was the final. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, well, there were reasons. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, um, if we're doing on record, on air stuff, you will be asked again. If there is a season two, you will be asked to uh, be part of that. I wouldn't do it without you. How about me? Well, your character's going to be in it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's, all the, the whole cast, if, I, if we get to a season two, that would be so amazing. And not to spoil anything, I have already laid it out. I have there it in my head. I've already yeah, out, outlined it, but I don't want to write it until I know that there's an audience for this show. So. <laughs> and, question. Um, well, and, and, and at least there's, uh, I, I know there's three of us, uh, Jeff, yeah. Kevin, and Jackie. Jackie so. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin would love it. Also, Jeff and I are huge Aaron Sorkin fans, but my husband, Jeff, um, he, got me into it. He was obsessed nice. with it. Jeff, 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 Jeff you're a good man. 
You're a good man, Jeff. <laughs> Kevin likes the West Wing. Kevin likes the West Wing. Oh, they have that in common. Like if, if politics was like beautiful and things were different, you know. If things were idealistic, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, the debate's on, but this is more important. This is more important. All right. Um, do you want to open up to uh, yeah. our, our audience and see if they have yeah. any questions? If you, if you, if, um, so audience, you are, you can ask about anything you like, whether it's the process, acting, I don't know, whatever you want to know. Chat Aaron Sorkin, go for it. Yeah, I know, right? Jeff, we can't hear you. Jeff is asking a question because he's in the other room. That's how oh. I know. But uh, nothing's coming out. He really, he's jumped, he's excited. Uh, so if anyone wants to go, I think Jeff's trying to get it together. Otherwise, okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, great. Well, what I was saying uh, before I realized that my microphone wasn't plugged in is my name was invoked. So hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Aaron, uh, inspired by Aaron Sorkin, he's known for um, a number of things related to his writing style and his filming style. And one that comes to mind is the walk and talk. So I'm wondering <laughs> if you gave any thought at any point in time to trying to do that in audio or what other, like what other parts of his creations are you inspired by specifically? So um, I'm inspired by everything Aaron Sorkin. Um, I watched every episode of Sports Night, every episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip every episode of West Wing that he directed uh, season one to four, uh, Newsroom, all three seasons. And I love A Few Good Men. I love The American President. I love Social Network, Steve Jobs, Moneyball. And um, I'm excited for Trial of Chicago 7, considering that's been so long in, in production that I know. Uh, but also I love Malice. That's, an unknown, that's a, a relatively unknown one that he wrote, but I love it. Um, so in terms of the walks and walk and talks, you have to imagine that every scene is a walk and talk because I would, if we were directing it with a camera, it would totally be like two people walking to their chairs or walking to the, no one's sitting down. Um, but in terms of what inspired me about this was obviously the workplace drama, but the biggest thing is the dialogue, is the sound of rapid fire dialogue, the sound of smart people who really know what they're talking about. And so that's why everyone in, in the show basically talks in that way. But they also, there's also, and, you'll, and um, uh, Jeff and Kevin, if you know Sorkin's work, there are various things that are out and outright stolen from Aaron Sorkin. Um, I will give you an example. Specifically, there's a line where um or there's a time when someone says um yes and the other character says yes what and the, and the character says yes ma'am or yes sir that was stolen from aaron sorkin uh the long monologues that happen every so often the rapid fire what's this what's this what's this you know um the the best the best example i've always had is the family guy episode where they're like watching Aaron Sorkin's The Kitchen. It's two guys walking around the kitchen saying, we need milk. You're going to get milk? I got to get milk. We get, well, we got to get milk. Let's get some milk. Okay. Uh, you know, and then it goes into a long uh, monologue. Let me tell you about milk. It's born out of cows. And, and it goes on and on. 
So a lot of the snappy dialogue in that way is that. And there's a whole episode that's um, titled, We Really Are Something. And that is one of the phrases that I've, I've sampled uh, uh, from Sorkin, as well as um, uh, Not For Nothing and You Bet. And uh, um, I don't think What's Next is in there at all, but I wouldn't be surprised. So there's a lot of nods to Sorkin's work. Great question. And yeah, now I love I that. Know, uh, and great answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Kevin was looking to ask a question, but it looks like he, his audio might not be up yet. Okay, uh, if Kevin wants um, to type it in. Oh yeah, if you're having trouble with audio, this goes for anyone, if you're having any difficulty, feel free to type it in and I will read your question for you. Technology. <laughs> um, this is Jackie. I have a quick question. Just how many episodes are there going to be? Uh, right now, so I shouldn't say right now. Uh, right now we have only filmed two. Um, we are going to be filming the third one. It's basically we film them every Monday and I edit them. Um, but I think we have it to 12. It's going to be a 12 episode uh, season. So okay. if, we're, if we're looking at every Friday, it's going to basically go every Friday until probably in the new year, I think, uh, is when I figured it out. So um, think of it as like a full <laughs> uh, TV season in three months kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Anybody else? Oh, this is Kevin. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, hopefully I'm not echoing too much. So a couple no. of questions. One's for Anne-Marie and one's for Matt. I'll go with ladies first. Anne-Marie. How do you get into character? I know I've seen you play a lot of, a lot of different things or roles. And so I'm just curious, how do you get to your place where you're feeling like, yes, I'm really spot on with this character? Uh, well, I think, like I said, when, I was, like I, when I'm actually reading it sometimes, then I start thinking about what the character is like and, and then interplaying with the other characters, how it all fits together. Um, you know, it's kind of like an artist, how do they get into a painting? They start painting. Like, how do I get into a character? Put me on a stage and give me some lines and put some other people on stage with me and I'm gonna get into a character. I know it sounds really like cliche and quirky and corny, but I don't know, that's kind of how I work, you know? Oh no, it's great. That was perfect. Thank you. And Matt, so I, I looked through the volumes of scripts you've been writing and I thought, how do you, I guess my question for you is how do you stay organized? So for example, when you know you've plotted out X number of episodes per season, you know, how do you avoid tripping over all those details and keeping so, things sequential yeah. and, and all that? I guess basic question is how do you stay organized and, and map out and frame your, frame your um, plots and all that? No, that's a good question. So how I usually do it um, is I, I very much outline everything. It's all outlined into the sense of um, I, I, um, I don't, I did it for a couple of plays I wrote where I outlined what each scene should be about and then I'll just eventually write it. But for this, it was more, I know um, where we're supposed to get to. The episode is going to be about this situation, this event. And um, um, these characters all have 
you know, there's the plots, the A plot, the B plot, the C plot sometimes, and each character has to, and also with the actors, I have to make sure each actor has something to do in every episode. So um, it's just a matter of, okay, what, if the, and also the, the title of the episode, I give it arbitrary titles. I say it's gonna be titled this. It never ends up being that. My, my, my wonderful wife is the one who actually came up with all of, most of the titles of this season. So um, if you like the titles, those are totally hers. But I come up with just a title that says, this is what this episode is gonna be about. I then write the opener, which is the quick um, kind of opening bit. And then we go into the opening credits and then go into the action of it and it has to, obviously it has to have something to do with um, the two leads it has something to do with something else um it has to do with the minimum characters and then what is the overarching story that we're trying to tell um through the whole show and at what point also it's at what point I actually changed it a couple of times because I was noticing I was repeating certain scenes and it was getting boring. So I had to like readjust it and be like, okay, well, uh, we're looking we, at the end of the series, at the end of the season, it should be this, we should get to this place. So how do I space that out in a couple episodes? And at what point should the characters get more involved, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of thinking that I end up plotting out. And like I said, there's a lot of plotting out that I do and a lot of it that I end up changing because I need it needs to change or fix. And sometimes, some days, I mean, I try to write even a scene every day while I was writing this. I mean, um, Amanda knows this. I wrote um, most of the scripts in probably about two to three weeks. So um, that was a lot of me sitting at my computer and typing and sometimes typing really terrible stuff, but then, you know, adding to it that more and more. And sometimes I was writing, I, I couldn't figure it out. I was staring at a blank piece of paper. And so I just, you know, uh, I just ended up being like, all right, I can't get it today. Let's try it tomorrow. Um, and I had an arbitrary deadline, but I really wanted to like cut it in half. So, um, I think that answered your question. I, I, I hope that answered your question. Oh, no, that was great. No, it's a, there's a lot to unpack there. But yeah. I appreciate you taking me through that. That was great. Good question. That was a great question. Thanks, yeah, Emily. I understand that blank page. Thanks, so. Yeah, sure. it's, it's, which is funny because my favorite musical of all time is Sunday in the Park with George. And my favorite line from that show is white, a blank page or canvas, his favorite. So many possibilities which is funny that that's my favorite because I hate first drafts. I love third and fourth and seventh drafts, um, but I hate first drafts, uh, you know, get through them as quickly as I can. I agree, I agree. I will say though, it's a project you've had in mind for a long time, but you were sparked with like this energy and inspiration to write everything real quickly when, um, so, like this, just this year, like the last couple months, like right before we started. You started well, writing, writing, writing. So something yeah. changed, something shifted, right? Shifted, people, right? Well, people wanted to do it, I think. Oh, that, was, that, that, if, that does if, drive. If it was just me writing in a room and just writing by myself, sometimes it, it, that's not the inspiration I need. So I yeah. end up needing that people want to do it. So I'm like, oh, now I got to do this. Because for a long time, I thought, maybe I should write a second episode after I wrote the pilot, but then I was like, 
well, no one's calling for it. It's not really, people aren't asking for it, so I'm not gonna do it. But once you get a commission, quote unquote, which is uh, again in one of my other plays, um, Kern Call, which is currently available for paperback, Kindle, and large print on Amazon.com. Um, um, once you get a commission, then you're kind of like, oh, I have inspiration. You have writer's block sometimes, but you do have inspiration. And my initial idea was I was trying, I was actually talking to a couple of other people I knew who kind of write similar to me. And I wanted, I was, because I, I wanted a writing staff. I wanted to write with other people or have other people write scripts and episodes, but it just didn't happen. So I ended up doing it all by myself. Um, and people re read the scripts and they liked them but they said, I can't write like you because I don't know what you're thinking. So I just ended up doing it myself. That's true. That is true. I think mm. you have a very specific voice and I wouldn't even say it's like an Aaron Sorkin voice. It's, it's inspired by it, but you definitely have like your own yeah. isms and your own brand of comedy. Just like, I don't know, like the awkward, like romantic scenes is very, it's very specific to your writing style. Well, it's also wow. very specific to to what I, uh, you know, the actresses involved. Let's is let's it? put it that way. I so, kind of know how they do that. So. Oh, I, I I was opening up to audience questions, but I actually that makes me want to ask you: Did you write all the roles or certain roles for specific people, and is that why they're so um, clear, personality wise, and I don't know, organic? So, um, so. Once I got some of the cast members, um, I hate to say who's who, but once, once some of the cast members got involved, I wrote specifically for them. Like when I, and I'll say it because she's here. I, when I knew Anne-Marie was interested and wanted to do it, um, that's part of why I changed um, Trevor to Tina. And I told Yay. her that. I, I, I said, there's not gonna be a Trevor, you're gonna play Tina. And I'm rewriting it for, but the first two episodes were already written by the time she signed on. So when we get to episode three and four and, and on and on, Tina's a little different because I then started writing for Anne-Marie specifically because I know she can be funny, but I know she also can play dramatic and emotional bits. So that's where that came from. Um, Jim was not written for me. Um, uh, Jim was just written as the kind of, every man kind of character. Um, I know that the two main critics and uh, the executive producer that Rachel plays, they were not written for them because I didn't know if they were going to sign on to the, to the show. Um, Rachel, I think, was the last person to sign on because she wanted, to, she wanted to read all of the scripts and she wanted to see where the show went. And she and I had long conversations about it and um, there were some people I was interested in to join. They couldn't for scheduling reasons or they weren't, I'll say they weren't interested for whatever reason. And that's fine. That's how life goes. Um, I have no ill will. I mean, they are, it is what it is. Um, but a couple of people, a couple of the characters were, some of the characters were rewritten for it. Um, I will say this because um, I know she's not here, but um, Jackie and I are very good friends with her. Um, Jen was very much written for um, Amelia and for her to take advantage of her uh, great acting uh, ability. Uh, Tim was written for Chris. Tim was definitely written for Chris. Um, Sam was written just as a mirror of Leo McGarry and um, 
um, Charlie from uh, Newsroom, and uh, like I said, Robert Guillaume from Sports Night. So he was written as the patriarch. Like I said, some of the characters are um, written for the characters. Some of them are not. All the bit characters, unfortunately, were not written. Although um, there's a character that Lauren plays in the middle, um, more of a substantial character than just bit parts that Lauren Dumont is playing. Um, and that was written for her. Um, the other character that Annette is playing was written for her. So there's, there's a few characters that were written specifically for the people I knew were signing on. Um, others, they just got really, really lucky to have a character that they could fit in the mold of. Okay. Yeah, so that when Matt so told me that, I'm sorry, I was so excited, you know, he's like, I'm going to change this into a girl character because he knew I was kind of eager to do it. And I was like, that was so cool. I, that like made my, you know, my COVID, you know, like, and I, that's the other thing about getting inspired. I think all of us actors want to do things, but we yeah. can't. And here we can, we can yeah. have fun acting in our pajamas. Not like I ever wear pajamas when I'm on here. And, and the nice thing is I have other friends who couldn't do the show for scheduling reasons or because they're, um, the, the, their real jobs are getting, would get involved, would get too involved in this that have already said that the, if you do a season two, I'd be interested. So I've already bookmarked certain actors and certain characters for the next season. So if there is a next season, but you know, so that's involved as well. I thought of Tina from Tina Fey when, when I first seen the news. I was like, yeah, because it felt like that kind of a show to me, you know, with the like big show behind the show. And you got one of the characters is kind of a diva. Like you got like on what, 30 Rock, you had um, Jane Krakowski, uh, Jane Krakowski yeah. and yeah. Tracy Morgan, kind of, and yeah. it was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you've ever seen uh, the newsroom and you see um, Olivia Munn's character, Tina News is kind of in that same realm of the Olivia Munn character or um, a little bit of um, CJ Craig from the West Wing, but obviously not as big of an important <laughs> character arc or whatever, but um, there's a lot of little stuff rolled into that so i'll have to look at that yeah because last time you told me you wrote um you had me in your last play and you said my character reminded you of lily tomlin's character and now kevin and i have been binge watching Grace and frankie so which yeah. is awesome it's a great show but anyway uh, right. you feel olivia Munn. um anyone else anything else in the audience any other curi curiosities um, I have to say, I really like that inside out. It's not inside out. I guess it's becoming more popular, but the process of knowing who you want to cast and then writing the character. Yeah. I, I just always thought that it um, sits really nicely and lends itself so much to the script and the overall feel. I always leave, I always leave the scripts open to who's going to be in it to then see if I need to rewrite it for that person. It's, it's just a habit that I have. And, I won't give anything away, but you'll see Jen's character, um, Amelia's voice is very, her, she has a specific like tone and it just really fits nicely. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's true with uh, Rachel's character, Diane too. Very specific voice, very specific tone. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah any, any, other, any other thoughts or questions from either the audience or cast and crew? around. 
Oh, Kevin's got one. Kevin, may you just hide? No, I'm just saying I don't have any questions, oh. but great job. This is really interesting. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> You're welcome. It's been a fun process so far. Um, Oh, Matt, how are you marketing? Um, what are the different ways in which you're marketing? See, I didn't, uh, here's the funny thing. I went to school for um, business management, essentially, like communications and business management. So I did take a class in marketing. And it's so weird to rely solely on digital. So a lot of it is going to be um, digital, you know, marketing and and this type of thing and recording things to talk about it more and more um you know and thankfully some of the marketing is done for you when you get on certain platforms so right now um it's going to be on anchor i haven't heard yet if it's going to be on like apple podcast or anything else but it will be on spotify almost immediately so when it goes live friday uh the 16th again um it will be on Spotify. So you can listen to the, you will be able to listen to the first episode um, on Spotify as well. So that, that will be part of it. I know for a fact that these things take time to, to get an audience and get people listening. So um, it's going to be a bit of a long haul. And that's why I'm totally fine with releasing them all in a big chunk and then slowly starting to have them discovered through the beginning of 2021 and then at that point then see if there is a, a want and a need for um, a season two. I will also say that if anyone's worried about a cliffhanger, there is no cliffhanger. It does kind of end in a way that if we did just do one season, it would be a great one uh, first season um, and complete season of, of the show. Um, so, um, but in terms of marketing, it's going to be whatever really works. The great thing is I have a bunch of diverse actors in the sense that they're all from different walks of life. They all have friends and our cast of regulars is I think a, a cast of seven and then, you know, add on an extra five or six more people. So they can all push the show and, and market the show themselves by just telling their friends, um, we are, we do have, we will have, there. So one of the things that was shown on in the trailer is that there is going, there is a, um, Facebook group and we will invite people and I'll, I'm, I, I've written a, uh, introduction to welcome everyone and basically say, welcome. This is what this is. Um, and, and basically kind of a, our own mini kind of like, Show's coming up, get excited, get ready to listen to it on Spotify or, you know, if it ever goes on Apple Podcasts. Um, and I have my own podcast channel itself. And so I know kind of how tricky it is. But at the same time, if you have people like, I'll say again, I'll, I'll use uh, an example because she's, she's, she's here. Um, Jackie has appeared on my other podcast uh, a couple times. And I've noticed that her episodes get uh, a nice audience bump because she has a Twitter f uh, handle and a Twitter following. So for actors uh, uh, in our show that have Twitter and can promote it on there, I know that that reaches a lot of people. And again, it's one of those things that in this world of COVID, people are trying to find 
things to do and things to listen to. And so Can this can be one of those. Train Twitter. Sorry. What, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I have a Twitter, but it's all messy. It's all, you know. I'm not sure how many people actually see my Twitter. Uh, so don't give me too much credit. <laughs> I, I only give you the credit because I, you know, um, so um, Jackie and I did an episode of Hades Town. Uh, it, it was uh, the topic was about Hades Town the musical, and I noticed within three days it had already gone to like number three listened episode on my podcast. Now, number three means maybe twenty people have listened to it, but that's still twenty more people that have listened to it that haven't listened to it. So I like to look at the 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 good aspects of everything. Um, you know, and if people catch on and people follow it, they're going to follow, it's going to be appointment podcasting, if that's a thing, so. <laughs> um, just to reiterate for uh, Jacqueline, Kevin, and Jeff, so correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, so on October 16th, you're going to, at noon? Yes, so it will be available, so it's going to be put on Spotify, basically, at noon. Um, which allows the rest of the day for people to listen to it. So, uh, you know, I'd rather not just say, okay, at eight o'clock, it's going to go live and then no one listens to it because they don't have time. So on Fridays, so it'll be every Friday at noon, the pot, the episodes will be available on Spotify or anchor, and you will be able to listen to them in its entirety. Um, yeah, and, and um, the link will be posted in the Facebook group. Obviously, we'll probably post it on our various social media handles, Twitter or Instagram or what have you. Um, and, uh, but it will be available pretty soon right away. Great, so they should be able to, it should be shareable so um, people in our audience, they can share it um, on Facebook or send it to anyone who might be interested. Basically, well, when, it, when it goes live, it would be, live. When, it, when you see it on Spotify, you can, you, meaning not just Amanda oh, and myself, but Jeff, Kevin, and Jackie, you can actually then send it to someone else. Like, you can say, hey, you know, uh, Cousin George, uh, uh, here's a podcast that I've been listening to. It's pretty cool. And Cousin George listens to him and says, oh, great. Can I share this with other people? Yeah, totally. Okay, let me share it with Cousin Jill or whatever, you know, so that's kind of how that's going to work. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, yeah, that would be, that would be great. People could spread the word. And, um, and you'll be talking about it on your other podcast. Could you just tell us what your other podcast is called? Yes, the other, the other podcast that I have, which Excuse me, I have not announced it on that show yet, um, but um, the podcast is Everything You Never Needed to Know About Movies, Music, and Theater, where um, either myself or I'm lucky enough to have people who are interested to come on onto the show. Um, Jackie's been on, Amelia's actually been on, and Chris has been on, um, talking about a specific topic, a movie, a musical, a story like um, Amelia and I just did a long get ready if you have a long car ride that's the one you want to listen to a long um episode about godspell the fact that we both directed it and kind of our um interpretations of it um jackie and i have talked about uh come from away or um hades town or um i can't remember what the other one we, we talked about was but we, we've talked about multiple 
um, things. Chris and I have talked about the bird Newsies. Cage. We talked about Newsies. Thank you. Newsies. I love Newsies. And, and, and Me too. Newsies. Yeah. And, um, and right now, Jackie's the only person who's been uh, giving me topics to talk about. So I, I thank her for that. In fact, uh, uh, actually, Amelia and I are going to record an episode tomorrow that will go live later. Um, we'll talk about a topic that Jackie submitted again. So, um, but everything you never need to know about music, movies, music, and theater, I'll post it on that as well. I can only assume because Chris Rose is involved. Chris Rose has a podcast called Mass Mouse Fans about Disney World, and he'll probably put it on his website and his partner links and what have you. Um, I believe, and I believe, Anne Marie, you have a website, do you not? I definitely do, Sweet Cabaret Girls. So I'm going to post every every week. I'll just post it, you know, as a link, definitely. Yeah. So there'll be there'll be all that, and, and uh, uh, Amanda, I don't, you, you and I both have Instagrams and yeah, Twitter, and everything. Yeah. The only other thought I have is you're also recording this right now. So it's live currently, but you can also share the announcement once it's over. Right. Yes. Is that correct? So, uh, yes. So the announcement, this announcement, actually, I'll probably just put this announcement on my yeah. podcast, everything you never knew needed to know about movies, music and theater. The episodes themselves will be available on the channel, um, the movie, the movie critics channel which, if I'm not mistaken, on Anchor is live right now. Um, but you can't listen to anything. <laughs> so, but you do, you are able to have a link. But I'll, so I, you three will obviously be invited if you have a Facebook to the Facebook group. And that'll be the easiest way for you to get a hold of for right now. At some point, I will make a website if this show gets picked up and we can get more exposure with the actors and everything. Excuse me, but for right now, it's just Facebook for right now. Great. I'm excited for the launch on October 16th. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to cover, Matt? Or was there any anything in particular um, that we didn't talk about or ask? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, this has been yeah. this has been three years for me thinking about this show and trying to bring it together. And it was it's just it came about, like I said because of the play readings that I've been doing with uh, various people, uh, uh, Anne-Marie included. And um, I just realized that there might be a way to do this. Um, it is a lot of work. Um, mm -hmm. And Amanda and I are, you know, not saying the actors and actresses don't do a lot We're of it, not. but a lot of the other work is Amanda and I, Amanda being prepared and directing and me editing it um, when I can. <laughs> but um, it's, um, it's, 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 I, I'm, ex I'm, I'm loving it so far. I'm having a great time and, uh, you know, it's hard work, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun work and to see something that I've been thinking about for three years finally come to fruition is, is great. And to have, like I said, the talent next to me, you know, uh, Amanda and the cast, you know, everyone who's been involved so far and, you know, just the fact that they're taking time out of their days to, to, to do this, that it means a lot to me, it really does. And the fact that they like it is just as much. So um, I guess this can be a, a big thank you to all of them for doing that. And, um, you know, I know I keep harping about season two, but I would love to have a season two. Will it happen? I don't know, but I'd love it for it to happen. <laughs> but, 
like a perfect, a weird moment in time, but a perfect moment in time for yes. podcasts and podcast storytelling and, and series episodes. Um, and I think it'll stick around just because it's been, it was popular before and it's even more popular now. And I think it's something that will continue to thrive. Yes. One of the silver linings. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the silver linings. We got to take them where we can get them. That's it. <laughs> and that's one. And, and I would say to everybody here that we hope you like it and yeah. we welcome your comments too. I, I, I'm not as adept at podcast yet, but I'm going to become really adept. And I don't know if there's way people can make comments and. Yeah. Can they comment? Can they write like, Oh, I like this or that. Like, how did I there's, there's uh, ways of messaging, I think, and I think there's ways of monitoring it, but um, I think the best way for people to say whether they like it or not is to utilize the Facebook group and they can send that. You, you all can send us like, oh, that was a great episode, or I love this bit, or I love that bit, and yeah. what have you. So I think that's the best way to kind of do that, if you will. Yes, and share. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I I'm just listening to podcast and like This American Life and everything like all the time now. So I'm I'm convinced it's the the big thing right now. Um, yeah. Uh, Anne Marie, are you having fun? <laughs> I am definitely. Yeah, your character. It seems like you're having a lot of fun with her because I I'm always like just laughing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. No, I I love I love my character. I feel like she's sort of like me and sort of not. And I guess that's one of the processes of an actress, you know, like, oh, she's kind of like me, but she's kind of not, so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of learn that, you know? Yeah, I like that she's like a strong female character, but not like in the typical way, like Matt mentioned. Like she's still, she's got a little bit of an edge, you know? She's kind of fun, she's kind of confident, you know? Maybe, you know, maybe not as confident as I am, but you know, hey. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yeah. I know it, it's, I want to, uh, it's hard not to talk about the characters. So I don't want to give anything away, but you'll go, you guys, um, Kevin, Jacqueline and Jack, you'll just have to see. They're all very different and fun and unique and flawed and smart and funny. <laughs> um, a lot of nice, like, um, romantic, triangles and awkward like awkward romantic scenes which I always enjoy <laughs> I don't know why that's my I think that's like peak comedy is just watching two people who have crushes on each other not be able to deal with it it's that, it's yeah it's definitely a lot of fun no yeah. <laughs> without saying too much <laughs> all right Matt anything anything else um well, I, I want to thank everyone, uh, the people who are here to, for, for uh, coming and uh, um, asking questions and taking part in this. Uh, um, I'm really excited about this, and I, I really hope this becomes something. You know, it, Let's put it this way. If I could uh, make sure that this becomes something and give back the future award that I, I want, um, I would rather have that this becomes something and this maybe is my legacy as a writer um, versus um, this just doesn't get seen or whatever. So, um, yeah. you know. It's so worth it. To, it's like, 
it's written for people to enjoy and enjoy together, watch together with your family or boyfriend, husband, a wife, fiance, whatever the heck, or your dog, yeah. your well, mate. And you, yeah, and you can and you can listen to it while you're in the car. You can listen to it uh, while you're doing work. Most of my podcast is when I'm working my regular job, and you know I can tune out for a little bit. So you know, totally. Yeah, you can listen to it anytime. I like to do it while I'm washing dishes, and then I take way too long to finish the dishes. I just draw <laughs> it out. All of a sudden, I'm taking an hour to to do like four dishes. <laughs> so but I will say. So I will say we uh, officially have our first non. Uh, cast member who accepted their invite. Thank you so much, Jackie. Um, um, I'll say it here. Jack, Jackie's a sweetheart, and she's been so supportive of me and my my career. So I can't I can't knock her, and she's a great friend. So she accepted Thanks. the invite. You said, "Thanks, Jackie." The, the, she is in the group now. She is in the Facebook group. Oh, so. okay. And yeah, I don't know if people know how to that they can join. Oh, do you do you need? Kevin to be your friend for you to invite him or I mean you can invite him oh, okay. uh, all the cast members and everyone can invite whoever they want regardless of whether they're friends or not I think I am friends with Kevin I think he sent me a, a friend request a long time ago or, I, think or, I, I don't know said yes but so uh, I'm in the public group and I'm gonna invite him okay. yeah I'm gonna invite people as well it might not be obvious to them that they can join the group yeah. through the um, I have to log off at this point I'm sorry but no, um, no you're fine go I'm looking Jackie, forward thank to you so much hearing this yeah. now and everyone just thank you insightful questions were really really great um and just appreciate you supporting us I guess I'm not friends with Kevin that's good yeah <laughs> it's okay it's okay I only take it personally Kevin <laughs> no. I'll invite him it's okay he's your he's a good he's a big fan of yours so Apparently, apparently, I like that. I like my fans. So you invited me to be in the group, right? Okay. I should have. I should be invited. I'm in the group, in the and now, now I can invite. You can invite anyone you want. You can invite all your friends. You can invite all your enemies. Oh, can you share the screen? Can I share the screen so they? I don't have any enemies. Oh. Yes, hold on. I will, um, I'm sorry. All I'm right. just sending out as many invites as I can. No, no problem. I figured I just open the, the page so you can see the web series. Uh, yes, hold on. Uh, share screen. All right. Uh, yes, there we go. Nope. Just invited yes. you, Kevin. Okay, so there is the web page on Facebook. So all you have to do is type in the movie critics a web series. Um, and I believe that's how you're going to find it on uh, Anchor. So here's the Anchor first page. So uh, the movie critics, a web series. So oh, you cool. will be able to find it. So right now, oh, I think we're on, we're on Google Podcast. Oh, my God. That's really? so exciting. We're on three different platforms right now, I think. Yeah. So Google well, Podcast, is that part of Google? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so we are currently on Anchor. We are on Google Podcasts. Um, it is, that is different than Apple Podcasts, but it is Google Podcasts, um, Pocket Casts, um, Radio Public, and Spotify. So we are on five platforms. And right now I'm waiting to hear back for four different platforms. So the four platforms that we are not on right now, which God willing, we will be, 
Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, and Overcast. Um, these are things that happens that happen independent of me. Oh, I'm not going to show you how much money I have. Uh, this is things that happen independent of me, and it, it's more just you know people being able to uh, get them. My personal podcast is on, I think, all of them. I, I think Apple Podcasts just happened, so um, it's very exciting to uh, get on Apple Podcasts. But um, you could follow us, <coughs> excuse me, on Anchor, on Google Podcast, and um, Spotify, which are the big ones now. The one I'm waiting for is Apple Podcast and Castbox, which is, uh, Castbox is actually how I listen to podcasts. So, um, so if I sign into Google, my Gmail is it there, or do I? I think I think so. I think so. All right. Try it. Try it. Why not? You know, we're here. Yeah, you can send me the. Okay. Well, you just have to type it in in the search thing. I think. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Uh, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, I gotta just. All right. I'm just gonna see. Sorry. Excuse me. And once the episode is live, I will post the links on in the Facebook group too. All right. And I will say, so you'll be posting. Okay. Yeah, no. And I will say too, that um, the, the podcast talks mostly about movies. There is no politics and there is no modern, uh, like current stuff happening. So um, there's no mention of, you know, who there is no mention of anything like that. I don't even think I talk about any modern movies. So um, they're, they're made up movies. So, um, so um, that will give you something, a break from having to listen to all that craziness. Nice escape. Yeah. Similar to Westworld, they never mention any like real life um, politicians. It's just all um, it's their own world, right? It's just their own yeah. universe, except for yeah, like. Well, it, they live in they live in the real world, but they they. Yeah. It's it's in the distant future that may never happen. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I was curious. If it was like past, future, yeah. but it's like for whatever reason, like we just don't have to worry about like <laughs> politics and things like that. It's just an escape from that that right. world. Which the is movie like, critics. I'm on my. The movie critics. I'm on my. Hold on. Movie Critics, a web series. You need to put in web series because there is a, a podcast called The Movie Critics, I believe. Okay, so if you're looking to um, find the web, the web series on Spotify, that's important to know. You actually do have to type in a web series? Uh, I believe uh, so, yeah. I'm on, oh, Google. I'm on Google Podcast. So The Movie Critics. I'm on Google. Or um, Spotify. Spotify, you have to t definitely type in um, uh, a web series and it will come up. It will come up. Okay. I can't find it on Google, but. Okay. That's okay. Try Spotify. It should be there. Uh, yeah. Or Anchor. Do you have to pay for Anchor? I, I don't have. No. Um, like an no, account. you don't have to pay for Anchor. Okay. No. You can. You can. <laughs> oh, is there like a paid version? Yeah. And then you can um, you can help out the. Oh, it's oh, um, oh, Anne yeah. Race. So it's ready to go on to um, 
Google Podcast, but it is not actually put on. So sometimes that takes another day. So tomorrow you should be able okay. to see it on Google Podcast. All right, cool. Because that's part of my Gmail. So that's easy enough. Yeah. And I did download Spotify, but I have to sign in and everything. But And I also have a, a podcast as part of my iPhone, which that must be Apple then, right? Uh, yes, that is Apple Podcast. So you wouldn't be able to listen to that yet until yeah. it's on uh, Apple. Okay. But hopefully that's coming soon. All right, cool. So can that, can people contribute like to monetizing? Yes. So people are able to uh, contribute. So people can contribute uh, one, four, or ten dollars, I think, um, which is money that would go to first of all showing that you are willing to support us and um, follow us, but it would ultimately go to any cost for um for the show um possibly pay possibly paying the actors maybe i don't know but it would it would definitely go go into um season two so if you like what we're doing if you like it and you are interested in everything i've said about season two then that is how you get to season two cool okay that's good to know yeah so um okay so i we're actually getting ready to watch the debate. I hope that's okay. No, that's fine. But why don't we uh, call it a night? Okay. Um, I'm tired. My, my voice is starting to go. So I'm, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I want to say thank you to everyone. Um, I want to say to everyone who's listening to the Listen Back episode that will go on everything you never need to know about movies, music, and theater. Um, with the announcement. I really am excited about this. I'm so excited and I'm so happy you that we can finally announce it so we can finally talk about it and we can push the show. So I'm really happy. I'm really um, excited. Um, if you want to go ahead and go to the, the podcast things we talked about to follow it already. Again, first episode, October 6th, it will go live. 16. 16th, thank you. 16th, it will go um, live. Uh, and uh, from there, it will be every Friday um, at noon. And then you'll be able to listen to it throughout the day. And you and uh, if you miss the episode, it stays on there. So you so it won't be like we're going to pull the episode, you'll be able to listen to it as many times as you want. And um, the other thing about monetizing is the amount of, the amount of times you listen to it. Um, it helps us a little bit. Um, and you can subscribe, you can follow so that um, on like anchor. So if you want to know when the next episode is the minute it hits, you can you can set your, you know, your thing to, to that. You can uh, support us uh, with monetary value. So a dollar, $4.99 or $9.99, I believe, um, which is money that will go to um, support us for future seasons. Um, you know, possibly not just to season two, but maybe further on, maybe the show will continue on. We'll see, we'll see how this goes. Um, but other than that, I'm really excited. Please follow us there. And I am also thinking that um, if the show becomes big um, and people are happen to be interested in the scripts and how they came to be and what have you, I because I have published four different plays on Amazon.com, I am possibly considering publishing the scripts as a book so people can read those two and we'll be able to get 
um, Amanda to write an inch, uh, a full word, uh, uh, Anne Marie can, any of the cast can, and we can get like annotated versions of things. So um, if you're interested in that, then, then that's part of it. Um, please follow us at our Facebook group. So the movie critics, a web series is the, is the Facebook group. That's also the where you want to search for, for your podcast. Um, and, um, but other, I only get to put the colon. Okay. I only get to put the colon. Um, but other than that, I'm very, very excited about this. I, I'm, I love working with these two lovely women as well as the other cast members who couldn't be here um and i really hope you join us along and follow us on this journey but thank you so so much I, it's a dream thank come you. true thank, thank you so much i'm glad to be a Thanks. part have of a it. great night see you guys on monday <laughs> i know right take it easy guys take it easy bye thank later you. bye bye congratulations thanks when you're looking to plan your next Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, we suggest you reach out to Danielle Elliott at Marvelous Mouse Travels. Danielle is a long, uh, lifelong Disney enthusiast, a former Walt Disney World cast member, and a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge. When you book with her, your booking includes 100% free concierge level services, uh, some of which include customizing the perfect Disney vacation package for your, you and your family and your budget, uh, booking those difficult to secure fast passes and dining reservations, uh, providing tips and tricks to get out the most of your vacation and more. Uh, Danielle also monitors Disney promotions to help you save money for those uh, Disney trip veterans still be in control of all the details. Danielle will take care of all your needs so you can have all the fun and truly say Akuna Matata throughout your time at Disney. Contact her for your free quote at danielle.elliot at marvelousmousetravels, one word, dot com, or by messenger, messen, messaging her on her Facebook page.